0: Winning is a culture at Broad Run High School. And Mitch Griffiths, well, he's a winning football player. The 5'10", 190-pound quarterback has a long list of accolades. First Team All-Loco, First Team All-Region, First Team All-Conference Quarterback, and then the Offensive Player of the Year for both the Conference and the Region. It's no less than what you'd expect after a year in which Griffiths threw for 2,600 yards and 31 touchdowns, and then ran for 260 yards and seven more touchdowns. But he's still missing something, a banner. My name is Roon Shankar, and on this episode of The Tech the Foul, I sat down with Mitch and talked about his senior year, some great moments from the past, and much more. I'm joined now by Mitch Griffiths of Broad Run High School. Mitch, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good. All right, it's your last season as a Broad Run Spartan. How are you feeling? Um, I'm. Uh, you know, it's it's tough being a Broad Run fan for uh,
1: 10 years now. Since my dad has taken over that coaching job, um, seeing it all wrap up this year is going to be hard.
0: Um, but I'm ready for the season to start. I'm excited to get get my senior senior year underway. So uh, you guys have had very tough practices throughout the summer. You guys have made it a very big commitment to make sure everyone's showing up. Has there been anyone that's really flashed for you? Um, I think
1: our offensive line honestly is i'm not just giving the typical quarterback answer I'm being honest here i think the offensive line is really um, a lot of guys have stepped up and played a huge role we got a new o line coach uh, coach Smith who's done a great job with our guys um i think our o line is going to be the strong suit of our team i think they're they've, they've had a really good camp two really good scrimmages um i think' they're, they're the reason why this train rolls so I think the whole line as, as a whole uh, jack fielding our center um, our two guards mark Gauss and um, uh, Alex Birchmeyer was a freshman. Our tackles Tyler Smedley and Chaz Allison. I think uh, they've really come together as a group, and they communicate well. They they, they bust their tail every day. They they take no plays off. Um, they really take pride and pride in our team. Uh, you know, moving the ball down the field. And they're they're the real reason why. Mm-hmm. You know, we got great receivers. Uh, we got good running backs who can who can make plays. But our, the reason why we move is because our own line.
0: Is there any? Has there been any like underclassmen that have stood out for you? Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex Birchmeyer, obviously a rising freshman mm-hmm. who'll start at uh at right guard
1: for us. He'll have probably fifty division one offers after this season. Is his brother yes, John the, the
0: incredible wrestler? Yep. 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 All right. All right. Yep. I so, saw a video of him doing a flip once, and that yep. was shocking.
1: Yeah. So the that family's got a good bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
0: then, mean, we're talking about you. That the f- dad's a co- uh, dad's a coach, and the two sons are the quarterback, So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. And then uh, Isaiah Lamont, another underclassman, he's a rising sophomore. He'll, um, he'll start a receiver for us. Um, if we needed him to start both ways, he would. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be he'll be one of the best players to come through Broad run, so that'll be. I'm excited to watch him play in his first first varsity start against a great opponent, so.
0: But he, I know he's ready for it. It's your first camp and your first season without guys like Ryan Gorey, Alex Delano, and Luke Lindenfeld are there. How are you gonna deal with that? Um, it's tough, because those are, those are three of my best friends. Um, I've known those
1: guys. Especially Luke and Ryan, I've known those guys since first grade. Mm-hmm. Um, play football with them every year. Alec, obviously, I met a few years ago. Um, still one of my best friends. So it's it'll be tough. It, it was tough just looking around the field and not having some of those guys there because they're you know I've I play football with them for mm-hmm. nine ten years now. So seeing not being able to see them every day and you know just go through the hardships of football with them every day was tough, uh, friendship wise. But I think we've had a lot of guys step up and take on their role. Um, as a, as their replacement, so I think I think the guys who have stepped up have done a really good job.
0: Out of the guys that have returned from last year, who's really been making an impact on you in camp that makes you think that they could take another step forward? Oof.
1: I think I, a lot of guys. Honestly, a lot of guys. We have we return a lot of starters, mm-hmm. and I think um, the good thing about our team is our starters are the hardest workers mm-hmm. and are the people who push people the hardest to make the younger kids you know, grasp grasp our culture of hard work. Um, I think we've done, I think that was our biggest mantra for this off season is just to keep building this culture that the seniors when we were freshmen and sophomores have built for us of instilling the hard work and dedication. I think we've done a good job of that. I think the whole, whole senior class has worked really hard and, and I think every single one of us is gonna, I mean, I don't think, I think every single one of our seniors will be making impacts on Friday nights is there something
0: more uh important to you about instilling that culture now since you're a senior and you know you're gonna be gone and you want to see this uh, tradition of greatness continue
1: yeah well regardless of who you are on the team role bench starter you're a senior Mm -hmm. um all of our seniors we are being watched every day no matter no matter if you are the starting O-lineman or you are the starting receiver. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you are watched by everybody in the program because we've been here for four years, so mm-hmm. we know how things go, what coach wants from us. So I think it's been... we've I think we've done a good job of, you know, getting the younger kids, the rising sophomores, the rising freshmen who are very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, just custom, accustomed to our hard work and, you know, coming every day to the weight room. I mean, we have... We lift every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, we don't lift after school. We lift before school. So I think that really weeds out the kids who aren't dedicated. And we still had 75 kids show up every single day to our weight room room in the morning. So I think that was cool. And I think our junior class does a great job of instilling that because they're upperclassmen now too. I think they do a great job of instilling that hard work. And I think think that's what makes our our season so successful is Mm -hmm. we know how to push and we work hard and throughout the offseason, so I think that's something we pride ourselves in.
0: You guys had a very successful season last year, but it ended in heartbreak as you guys got blown out by your rival Stonebridge 35-6. to You got another matchup with Stonebridge this year. You guys are down to 4A now, so you don't get more matchups with them in the postseason, but you get that one matchup near the end of the year. What are you thinking?
1: Um, I'm excited for it, but you know, right now we're uh, we're worried about Tushborough, and then we'll worry about Brook Point, and then we'll go on from there. We'll worry about week by week, who our opponent is, and We'll uh, we'll take it from there. Once once week ten rolls around, we'll be ready for it and we'll be excited.
0: What does Stonebridge do that makes them such a difficult matchup for you guys? Uh, well, obviously their offense is hard to defend. Just they, they run the ball well.
1: Um, then their defensive line is traditionally really good, mm-hmm. so they bring a lot of pressure and they do a good job with uh, their blitzes and stuff. So that's that's always the hardest thing. Playing against them is the, the
0: amount of pressure they can bring. Mm-hmm. And so, looking at your guys' offense, I've been watching a lot of tape and. It looks like a very modern NFL offense. You look at a lot of these teams that play here, and sometimes it looks like they're playing football from the 80s. But you guys, I mean, I'm seeing, it's a spread offense, there's jet sweeps, there's options, you guys are almost always in the shotgun. Is there some place that you feel like this offense is inspired from, or do you feel like it's just evolved over time? Uh, I think it's evolved over time. You know, My dad came over from Mm Stonebridge with the single
1: wing offense in the first first few years. They ran the single wing here, Um, and I think I think just personnel-wise, um, we just tradition. We just moved to the spread with mm-hmm. the personnel we had, and then we just. I mean, this is like our seventh year in the spread, so I think we've developed a lot, um, gotten a lot of ideas from places, and I think we've we've done a good job of um, adapting every single year mm-hmm. to, you know, what our strengths are. But I think, you know, when it's all said and done. We have, we don't change much year mm-hmm. to year, but we just add wrinkles. Mm-hmm. So I think we're really just, we do a good job of, you know, everybody knows the offense because we run at freshman level, runs at JV level varsity. So we, we run the same offense every year, at add wrinkles. So I think what makes it, I think what makes our offense explosive is we can do multiple things because we all know our responsibilities. So I think that's, that's what is our best part of our offense.
0: Are you guys, when you and your dad are watching football and you see something that was a big play, is someone there with like a notebook writing down, oh man, we gotta add that in and try and find yeah, that. Yeah? definitely. Yeah. Has there been anything recently that, or like in previous years that you've noticed that you see is like a heavy part of your offense now? Um, no, not really. We we get a lot of our stuff from
1: like, we'll get ideas from places, yeah. but I mean, most of our stuff's pretty like, just what, it's, it's not like high tech offensive mm-hmm. stuff, it's just we execute well. Um, but we do get ideas from places and we yeah. do put those things in, but I think most of our offense is just,
0: you know, the basic stuff, mm-hmm. we just execute well, which makes us makes us have a good offense. So looking at just like your formations and your personnel, you guys are always, always in the shotgun. Yep, always. You guys except, are either- we take a knee. Right, <laughs> and you guys are doing a lot of that these days. Uh, you're in 11 personnel, you're in 10 personnel, or you're in zero personnel. That gives you a lot of options to throw the ball to, or gives you a lot more playmakers, but it also puts you as a quarterback, you've only got those five guys protecting you, maybe six if you've got a running back or a tight end in there. At the same time, I mean, you have those options, but now you feel a little bit less secure. How do you balance that knowledge? Um, I honestly, I,
1: I'd i rather be an empty. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I trust the five guys up front to get the job done. Um, if they're blitzing, we got somebody wide open. Uh You know what I'm saying? If they, I feel like we have the athletes and receivers to be able, if they want to play straight man, we're going to get open. Uh So if they want to bring six, we get the ball out quick enough. Um, So I, I trust those five guys up front. We've done a really good job this year of uh, pass pro stuff. So I've, I like MD because we get to throw the ball. So Uh that's fun. But I, I, I think they do a really good job, so I, I don't I don't get phased back there.
0: I, I I trust those guys. I mean, in empty, you guys aren't just throwing the football though. I mean, you get the QB draw so often. Is that you calling your own number, or is that coming from the sideline? Um, it depends. it mm-hmm. Depends uh, based off what we see. So, how much freedom do you have at the line of scrimmage? Uh, to change the play to audible. I have all the freedom until it doesn't work. and so how did you I mean that obviously comes with being comfortable the offense right so when did you start seeing that shift for you where you weren't just reacting to what the defense was doing you were attacking now
1: um well so I've been obviously been around the songs for a long time just Mm -hmm, because I used to signal for the varsity team when Uh I was in middle school so I knew every play I mean I've known every single player for years now so Mm -hmm. I think those I think the shift really came Probably at the end of my sophomore year. Um, my freshman year, I got I was lucky enough to get reps on varsity. I mean, obviously I was not called upon right. too often. <laughs> I threw a few balls a game. But I got to experience what defenses would run. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more of a mental year for me. Physically, I mean, I'd really, I really threw a few screens and a few slants. I didn't do too much. Um, we had a guy named Meach Hembry who mm-hmm. was uh, pretty good. So yeah. <laughs> my job my job was not very, uh, very difficult. But that was a good mental year for me. I got to learn a lot and practice, being on the varsity team. Um, learn how defenses will play. Because we had a really good defense that year, mm-hmm. and we've always had a really good defense. So it was good to learn. Um, but I think uh, I think I think that shift happened at the end of my sophomore year. Um, uh, I think I started watching a lot more film and be able to recognize things, and I I started having the freedom to check check us in and out of place when I felt needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously those checks are. Gone over throughout the week with my dad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll be sitting at the at the table just, if we get this little check here. So it's not like I'm just checking whatever right, I want. Right. He gives me the checks, I have the freedom when to check them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm just changing everything to verts. So. <laughs> but I get, if we, we talk about the checks week to week, whatever he wants me to check in and um, he, I have the, he trusts me mm-hmm. um, to be able to make the right checks, um, but I usually don't check in.
0: anything. he doesn't let me check into so. Has there ever been a time where you made an audible and it went badly? Yeah. 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 So how does that? What's that conversation like when you get back to the sideline? Uh, you know, it well, I'm was. I'm guessing a lot of cursing.
1: No. That's that's the worst part, honestly. It's not even the cursing. It's just like I wish he would yell at me. Sometimes it's more just like the look. I'm just like oh. it's the I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the hardest thing. I'm just like dang. Um, Damn. I hate stuff. I hate letting I hate letting mm-hmm. my team down, the coaches down, especially him down. So that's tough. But usually, if 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 I make a check, he knows I'm doing it confidently. So um, it usually doesn't backfire. Assignment. I mean, it's when I throw a pick before, mm-hmm. but that's not because the check is just a bad throw. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes he gets sometimes he gets upset, but.
0: Usually, trust me. So your dad's a coach, your brother's on the team, you're the starting quarterback, obviously. How do you balance where not everything becomes about football? Uh, well, I think,
1: I think I mean we have a football family, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think we do. I mean, we when we talk about football at home, we talk about football at home. Obviously, during the season, it's a lot more because right. that's our that's our job. Um, but I mean, there's a. I mean, it's 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 very easy to just talk about whatever we want at home yeah. at the dinner table. So I don't I don't really think, oh we we don't not we. I don't know. I think I think just conversations come naturally. Like with with anything, we mm-hmm. can talk about whatever. I don't think it's too football based often. But when, when it's time to work, we go to work. But when it's
0: dinner time, it's it's family time. No it's football. family time. You're bigger than obviously like me but like for quarterbacks you are, are considerably smaller than most you're six feet 190 as you listed on your huddle mm-hmm. is that accurate or is no. that you no what are you actually five 10. five ten you take a lot of hits i mean you're a mobile quarterback we talked about you going into empty personnel a lot it's not a lot of protection and you're scrambling a lot how do you deal with you know the balance between wanting to fight for every yard and then having to preserve yourself so you're not getting injured um
1: that uh that that uh so obviously uh I wanna I'm a competitor. I wanna right. I wanna get every yard I can, but if it's if it's third and ten and I gotta get a first down, I'll get a first down. Mm-hmm. If it's first and ten and I can get it to second and three or second and two, I trust our offense to get those mm-hmm. rest three yards. I don't need to get the extra yard taking a mm-hmm. hit. So it's I, I think sophomore year I did a good job of protecting myself. I think last year I kinda got a kind of I kinda I didn't do a great job protecting myself and mm-hmm. I was pretty banged up towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um Took a lot of hits. So I think this year I need to really be smarter about that. Cause you know, we're we're looking for a long season. Um, so I need to I need to protect myself a little better than I did last year. Were you working
0: with Ryan on how to do the perfect slide? No, I don't think he I don't think he's a great base runner. <laughs> I think he hits it in uh, a lot of singles for him. <laughs> and then uh, one of the most interesting things for me about football is the relationship a quarterback and receiver have. You obviously last year had two incredible receivers in Luke and Romy Minor. How'd you develop that relationship? Obviously with Luke, you've known him since first grade, so there's that friendship, but there's also that knowledge, like, if I do this, you're gonna do this, but with Romy, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Oh, no, not not at all, actually. I've known Roman for a
1: long time. Yeah. Uh, we actually played uh, football together in eighth grade. He was on my oh, okay. third team. Um, and then we throw routes two, three times a week mm-hmm. throughout the year, so just developing that chemistry was huge, and watching a lot of film together, mm-hmm. like breaking down film, a lot of meetings. We have a lot of meetings with our White Outs. Like, uh, me and the whiteouts meet a lot, so, you know, we'll pull up film from practices and stuff. Um, we'll draw stuff up on the whiteboard, so I think just developing that chemistry together is whats what, is what makes it so special you know mm-hmm. i mean obviously he's a tremendous athlete so it's really right. easy to throw him the ball and make him go let go make a play so that's that's easy on my part but mm-hmm. when we can be smart and make defenses have to choose what they want to defend that's harder and then when we want to go romeo go make a play you know
0: he can do it so i think we have the best of both worlds there when you're scrambling how much of it is just backyard football and how much of it is you guys have trained for that situation where you're out of the pocket and your receivers know exactly where to be?
1: Yeah, so we actually have a, a scramble rules um, with our receivers um, and it, it's really pretty universal. Mm-hmm. I mean, really everybody has a scramble rule. So they just, each receiver, they see me roll out, they all have a different job. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes it's backyard football. Like if you're if you're wide open, you're not gonna, like. so a lot of our rules are, if you're here, you go there. If you're there, you go here, all that stuff. If you're wide open, keep getting wide open. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to change your rule if you're wide open. So some of it's backyard ball or just playing, you know, everybody get open. Sometimes it's –
0: most times just we have the rule. Has there ever been a time where you and a receiver have been just horrifically off script and off page? No, because we we usually – we have a quick whistle in practice. We usually don't want to take to the ground, but oh, okay.
1: when, when when we when I scramble out of the pocket in practice, mm-hmm. we don't blow the whistle because we got to work it. Mm-hmm. So even in seven on sevens, I'll scramble out of the pocket, and we'll still work our scramble drill. So we get that
0: a lot. How do you balance knowing? how long to stay in the pocket and kind of keep it in the pocket and then to move out of there? Well, I don't like getting hit by big guys, so when <laughs> I see them coming, I just go. <laughs> yeah. And then, you guys run the spread offense, obviously. Has there been any concern from college coaches that you're gonna have some trouble if they're running a pro-type system?
1: Uh, no, that's why I went to Wake Forest. Uh, they uh, they run the very similar offense to yep. me, so I knew it wouldn't be hard. I knew it would be an adjustment, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be like I have to get under center every snap, so mm-hmm. I knew that, that, in that aspect, it wouldn't be difficult learning a mm-hmm. whole new offense. Um, which I don't mind you understand. understanding, yeah. but I think that's why I liked Wake. One of the reasons why, I mean, there's many reasons, but one of the reasons why is because they run a very similar offense to us. We actually have gotten ideas from them, so it's, you know, just watching them play a lot, watch them every Saturday, so we've seen cool plays for them,
0: so I think it's, I think it'll be nice in the fact that we run a very similar offense to them. So tell me about the recruiting process. What was it like meeting the coaches for the first time, visits, stuff like that?
1: It's, it's awesome, it's, it's, really, it's a really cool experience. Um, uh, it was, you know, a lot of.
0: It,
1: not everybody gets to go through it, so mm-hmm. I, I felt very lucky. Um, it is stressful, obviously. Um, people think, oh, you know, got all these offers; it's life's easy. Yes, it's awesome, but it's stressful. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's a hard. I mean, it's the biggest decision I've ever made in my life, at a young age. So, it's. Um, it was really cool, though. It was visits were fun. Meeting all the coaches were fun. Talking football with college coaches was fun. So I had,
0: it. I enjoyed it, but I knew what I wanted early, so I ended it early. What was the best experience you had when you visited Wake? Was it like a restaurant or something they took you to that you really enjoyed? I think, I think, I mean,
1: I fall in love with it every time I go. I think yeah. every experience has been awesome. You know, obviously I love it a lot, but every time I go, I'm like,
0: wow, I made a great, I made a great choice. Talking a little bit more about the nerdy football aspects, how does play action impact you as a passer?
1: Uh, we actually don't use too much play action. We're more of an RPO based team. So I think uh, the RPO is a huge part of our offense. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it definitely helps because you, you pick it on one defender. Uh, he, you know, he can't, he can't be in two places at once. So I think that, that that allows us to have, you know, more explosive plays and, you know, pretty much ensures we get positive yards
0: most of the time just because uh, you're picking on one guy, he's got to make a choice. So with play action, sometimes quarterbacks try to turn their back to the defense, and that some people like doing that, some people don't like doing that. Where do you stand on it?
1: Um, you know, since we don't really run it too much, I'm always facing the defense. But my freshman year, we ran a lot of bootleg, um, and I did turn the back to my defense just because. You know, when I was handing the ball off on a run play, I was turning my back to the defense, and I wanted to make it look the exact same. Um, so in that in that sense, I did.
0: And then, do you see, for you specifically, a dramatic shift in how well you do when you have that play-action game? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I think it, I think it creates, a, I
1: think it puts defense in a bind. You know, I think um, it, it's really hard to defend just in the fact if you if you can make the run mm-hmm. look like it's a run play. You know, really sell it well. I think it's uh, I think it's it's easier to throw the ball just because you know there's a lot more open open field.
0: All right, so let's wrap up here. What's your favorite movie? Uh, Step Brothers. Why? It's, it is hilarious it's hilarious yeah
1: I, I i quoted a lot with my friends and yeah yeah i mean yeah i quote it
0: quite often it's you got a quote that's pg that no. you can say no <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the hardest hit you've ever been given uh
1: last year uh against Cesaro in the playoff game um we were punting the ball and uh my personal protector backed up backed up into me uh big alec uh so I had, to, I had to tuck in a run, and it's not a run place, nobody's mm-hmm. blocking, so everybody's running. I mean, I'm just like, oh crap. So I just ran to the sideline and got two helmets, like right, Ooh. so my uh, right side of my helmet, all
0: oh, the paint chipped off. Damn. So um, you didn't get that fixed for the rest of the year, I'm guessing? No. Damn. All right, uh, I heard that you wear a Lil Wayne t-shirt yeah. underneath your pads. Tell me about the t-shirt.
1: Uh, It's a long white shirt, so if the refs let me have the the shirt out of the jersey I wear, but you know the rush took away all of our swag this year, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, it's a, it's the same picture of Kobe Bryant holding his trophy with, this, with his uh, with his hand up like that, but instead of Kobe's face, it's a little it's Lil Wayne, and instead of the Lakers across the jersey, it says Carter Five. Where'd you get it? Uh, I don't even know. It's online. <laughs> I don't know the site. I just, oh, gotcha, I, gotcha. just I just
0: found it. And I, I ordered it. Uh, what's your favorite song right now? Uh, too many. Too many. Yeah. Do you have one song you listen to pregame?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm me by Lil Wayne, just because it talks. He's
0: basically singing
1: about how uh, he's just himself and doesn't really try to be anybody else. tries to be unique, and that's that's how I like to play the game of football. It's 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 my uh, it's my place to just be
0: myself without without being judged. So I like uh, it's kind of just be free, be who I am. Last question: What's your goal for this year? State championship. State championship. Yeah. And what do you guys what do you think the team still needs to do to get to that point? Uh, I think one of my path is keep working hard every day.
1: Treat every game the same. We got to treat, you know, if we were playing the AYFL Dragons, we got to treat the same. We were playing Stonebridge and Tuscarora. So we got to treat every game the same and use every day to get better.
0: All right. Thank you so much, man. Good luck this year. Appreciate it.